What's up, what's up, what's up, we're 25. Oh man, oh man. I know it's been a, a hot minute since I talked to you guys. A lot of stuff has been going on, not just in my personal life. We don't need to talk about that. But um, just going on in general. I mean, I almost feel like we need to go back to uh, doing the podcast every day for everything that has been going on. Um, you know, I want to say I was a little bit ahead of the curve. You know, Dr. Seuss books. Things are like that being canceled. People upset about some certain books. Books I've never even heard of. Um, you know, I heard on a Bulberry Street or Bush, whatever, whatever. Um, you know, things getting canceled. Racist imagery in some books. Uh, you know, things of that nature. People upset about that. You know, I talked about cancel culture in my last podcast. So I, I want to say I was. I really want to say I was ahead of the curve. So I'm really not going to talk about it that much this episode. Um, please, I'm, a lot of you guys didn't hear my uh, last show. Um, Listenership was uh, kind of down uh, for the for the last couple episodes, but really, guys, um, really strenuously, uh, really want you guys to hear uh, uh, the episode before this one. Um, it was really, really good, in my personal opinion, one of my better shows. Um, like I said, I, I want to say I was ahead of the curve, you know, on uh, uh, on this cancel culture uh, that we got going on. Yeah, but usually, you guys love my UFC reviews. Um, usually do them on a Sunday. I've, I had to work on a Sunday, which is really rare. So that's why the podcast didn't come out on last Sunday. Um, so again, apologies for that. If, you know, I don't know if anybody was anticipating my UFC 259 review. But um, we'll start off the show with that because I definitely owe you guys um, that first. That was a really hyped card for UFC. And it was deservingly so um, for the hypeness. I do want to say that I was disappointed um, uh, with the card. Um, I don't know about anybody else was disappointed with the card, um, but I, I, I definitely was disappointed with the card. Um, you know, with the you know, especially uh, with the first fight, the Anasago uh, Alexander uh, Rochik fight. Listen, I've never seen two guys so scared. Like they they knew or they had to have known. The winner of that fight was going to fight the winner of the Israel Asanya Jan Blasiewicz fight. Like, the winner of that fight was supposed to fight the winner of that fight. That's how UFC does it. It's not a secret the formula that UFC does, right? The, you know, the undercards in the pay-per-view, right? They usually set it up to get us in our brand. Like, these two guys or these two females are going to be fighting for the title uh, next time out. And I think both those guys dropped the ball. And obviously, you know, Glover Teixeira obviously deserves a title shot. Even Jan says he deserves a title shot. Um, so we're going to see the Glover Teixeira uh, uh, and then Jan Blaschewitz fight heavily, most likely. Um, and, you know, Thiago Santos, you know, even though Rochick won the fight, he did not look good. Um, Rochick said he had surgery on one of the legs and he felt guilty trying to attack Thiago Santos' legs, because he had the surgery as well. Uh, Sando had surgery on both of his legs. Uh, listen, both those guys, I know there was, there's respect. You know, it, you know I, I, I got it. But also, listen, you have to understand what the moment is. And if you're trying to get that bread, and we all know that the UFC pay system is almost like the feudal you know, you know, enterprise. I mean, you know, unless you're knocking somebody out or getting a submission, fighting a night, things of that nature you, you know that's where you really get paid and that's where you get the big bonuses and now i don't understand i think those guys weren't ready for the moment scared for the moment we all th- i, you know, I would have thought the Santos was ready since he fought john jones you know in a main event for a pay-per-view 
I would have thought Santos would have came correct. He looked apprehensive. Rasek looked apprehensive. They looked scared for the moment. I really was disappointed with that fight. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I, I was really disappointed. And you know, I know I'm surprised no one made fun of me yet um, because I did say I was worried about the I was worried about Megan Anderson. Um, I was worried. I'm not really worried about Megan Anderson. I was worried for Amanda Nunez. Amanda Nunez just had a child. You know, whether she's gonna distract it, boy, was I. You know, listen. You know, you know me. I brag when I'm right. Okay, it's not a secret. Okay, I had to chill with that craziness. I should never have underestimated Amanda Nunez. Um, that was. I mean, that was. I felt bad for Amanda Nunez. She wasted her time training for that fight. I mean, really. She. I mean, I, Amanda Nunez must have some badass punching power. Okay, she must have some really awesome. Megan Anderson's eyes lit up like a jack-o'-lantern. I never seen anybody's eyes lit up after one shot like that since I saw uh, Rumble uh, uh, when he when he uh, when he hit Gufferson in the face and his eyes lit up like he had never been hit like that before. Megan Anderson looked like she'd never been hit like that before by anybody. Okay, and this girl's six foot Australian, built like a brick house. 145 pounds. This girl's supposed to be dangerous on the come up. She's got this stone face. She never smiles. You know, her hair is always frayed. Like, she never, you know what I'm saying? She doesn't get dolled up. This girl's supposed to be a scary woman from down under. And listen, yo, Amanda Nudo was like, look, listen, girly girl, what you wanted? She had her in a triangle choke and an arm bar at the same time, which I've never seen before. Um, and she was like, you, you want to get choked out or you want to get your arm broke? What's, what's popping? What, what you want? Cause one of the two is going to happen. Your arm breaks first and then you choke out or you choke out first or I break your arm. One of the two is going to happen. I, I mean, there are no rankings for the female division in 145 and Amanda Nunes has no plans to retire. And you know, I said, I, I don't, uh, the 145 belt to try to give other females a chance. Um, I, you know, I, I, that's got to be a Dana White call. Do we really even need to have this division? I mean, she pretty much wiped out 135-2. The only fight that would, I would want to see her fight at 135 with Valentina Shevchenko, but she already beat Valentina Shevchenko twice. She doesn't, I don't think she needs to beat her for a third time, but it's almost like she's already wiped out two divisions. Um, Valentina Shevchenko pretty much wiped out the 125 115 is interesting. That's the only interesting uh, division in mixed martial arts is the 115. Um, you, you know what I'm saying? You know, with the Jamis, you know, you know, Jordana, you know, you know, you know, that's the only interesting division uh, is the 115. I'm not too sure about, the, you know, uh, about 125 and, the, and you know, and, you know, um, for females, 135, 145. Um like I said, I'm, I'm not too interested in, um, you know, in those fights. But uh, like I said, you know, but, but we'll see. Dana White, he always figures it out. Um, uh, you know, Islam looked good against that Dober kid. That Dober kid was supposed to be this beast kid. You know, he was really, mu- you know, he looked really muscular, good looking kid. Um, he had tree trunks for legs. His, ca- and his calves looked as big as my waist. I mean, so I thought that was actually going to be a good fight. Um, you know, it, you know. You know, it was it was a grappling display by Islam. Um, now I know he doesn't want to fight Khabib. Khabib, you know, that's his mentor. That would be I would love to see that eventually. I don't know when. Um, One fifty five. You know, that might be the deepest division in 
the UFC for for men. So um, a lot of interesting fights. Islam, obviously, I think you should fight Charles Olivier. That's what I think that should be the next fight uh, for him. I don't know if he's ready for the Michael Chandlers and the Justin Poirier and the Justin Gaethje's or, you know, or the Tony Ferguson's. I don't think he's ready for that yet. But I think that Charles Olivier, that, I mean, I think that's the next fight for Islam. Test him against them. And if he, you know, able to beat Charles down, then, yeah, you know what? Maybe we need to see him against the Justin Gaethje's or the Michael Chandler's or things of that nature. Um, that's what I would like to see next. I mean, like, Islam beat him down, man. That was a grappling clinic, ended up submitting him. You know, I mean, that's so I really was expecting more from Dober. But listen, Islam's a problem, and that, you know, and that's why he's, you know, he's, he's the scariest man in that division. Besides Khabib, but like I said, Khabib's retired, so I can, really can't count Khabib. Um, but he's the scariest man in that division, if we're not counting Khabib. Now, there were three title fights. Now, a lot of people don't like three title fights. Me, personally, I, I don't care. Um, I'm not one of those, like, you know, two, three title fights and too much. You know, I've heard Charles Sonnen and Brett Akamoto say they don't like three title fights. I, I don't have a problem with the three title fights. Whatever. More belts, more money. It was a stacked card. Um, you, you know, but I really was disappointed with, you know, Peter Yan and the Sterling fight and the DQ. I know Joe Rogan said you shouldn't get the um, belt if it's a disqualification. My thing is this, you know, you broke the rules. It was a title fight, right? Because you, you're viewed as the winner anyway. Whether or not it was off of a disqualification. It wasn't a no contest. If it was a no contest, that's a different story. But it wasn't a no contest. It was a disqualification. A disqualification, there is a winner of a disqualification. And if you win and there's a belt on the line, then you get the belt. So I disagree with Joe Rogan in that sense. Peter Yan immediately apologized on Twitter. Um... For, uh, for his action, the referee did say down, you know, and then Peter Young was actually talking to the coaches. The, I don't think the coaches knew the rules. Remember, he does come from a boxing background. I don't know if the coaches knew the rules. One of the coaches said hit him. The other coach said don't hit him in a sense of maybe he thought he was kicking him. Thank God Khabib was there. He was sitting next to Dana White, and he actually uh, was eight because they were speaking in Russian, and he actually would translate it. So I don't want to call him Khabib a snitch, but he gave us some clarification. So um, props to Khabib for doing that because he could have just kept his mouth shut. But, you know, Khabib's also has a lot of respect for the sport. Remember, you know, he's this guy was, you know, remember wrestling with bears or whatnot and all that fun stuff. But, um, I, you know, obviously they're going to run it back um, because John was winning that fight. And, you know, I mean, I thought Sterling won round two. Round one was close. Jan was coming on strong. Rounds three and four. And then I don't know what happened. Um, I don't know if he understood the rules. His corner gave him bad advice. Um, I don't know if the solution should be that um, uh, the ref should be able to speak Russian or different languages. Because, you know, in boxing, you know, especially if they, you know, have, um, you know, you know, boxers, you normally see it like, you know, if, you know, if they're Hispanic, you'll see you know, um, referees that speak both languages. I don't know if that needs to be the case from now on in UFC. I don't know if that would be the case. Um, you know, I, I mean, I just, I don't know what, I mean, I don't know how to, what the solution of that problem would be. They're all given instructions in the locker room before the fight. 
And that's one of the basic rules in MMA. Um, now, you know, I obviously, in, like in Las Vegas, they have the different rules. Uh, some states, it's two, um, two knees, and then you're a grounded fighter. In Nevada, it's one. They fought in Nevada. In Nevada, their specific rule is one knee down. So, excuse me. Um, so, maybe he didn't understand the rules. Because in some other states, it's two. I don't know if there needs to be universal rules, but we don't have universal rules everywhere. We don't have universal boxing rules everywhere. It differs from state to state. It, it, you know, we have the generic rules, you know, like no low blows. But, you know, you know, some rules in boxing, you know, no standing eight count. Sometimes, you know, other states, you do get a stand, no three down knockdown rule effect. Or in other states, three knockdown rule and, 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 you know, the fight's over automatically, no matter what. Get knocked down three times, right? Other fights, you can get knocked down three times, and you can come back and try to win the fight, you know? So, I don't know what solution that be, would be. Sterling was upset, you know? He was obviously not clear. And the, the fact that the ref was trying to ask Sterling if he was clear, I understand it was a title fight. Um, he was cl- clearly not ready to go. And, you know, some people said Sterling was acting Listen, you get knee to the face by Peter Yan and then, and then tell me whether or not you're acting or not. After you get after you were getting beat down for a round and a half. Remember, because, you know, Yan was rocking him around three and half of uh, round four. So, you, you know what I'm saying? So you get beat down by Peter Yan and then get knee to the face. And then after that, tell me whether or not, you know, Aljamain Sterling was uh, uh, was acting or not. Uh, now, as far as the main main event was the Israel Asanya Jan Blachowicz fight. Um, listen, I didn't like. I don't know what Jan was doing. I, don't, I think Jan was trying to knock him out. Because remember, I, I mean, I love Israel Asanya. You know, I was talking trash about Israel Asanya a couple of podcasts ago. Uh, listen, the showmanship going in there with the pizza box. Oh, I was at work when I saw this, and I was laughing hysterically, and I was all hyped up, loud and ignorant. Forgot where I was for a second. You know, um, loved it. The showmanship. You, you, you know, he said he wants to do it again at 205. I don't know why. It's a, you know, you know, he's an athlete. He's competitive. He's a young guy. Hey, go for it, man. Um, at the same time, though, Jan should have beat him down earlier. I think Jan was trying to knock him out. I don't know, know why. Maybe he was trying to get the bag. Like I said, you get more money if you get the uh, knockout. That was the case. I don't know. Then he started like, oh, I remember, I'm 220 pounds. This guy's only 200 pounds. Let me use my size on him, and you know, and you know, I'm wrestling to the ground, and then you know, and then I'll just win the fight based off, you know, based off that. So it, it was an uneventful fight. It wasn't that good of a fight. I mean, it's, you know, Asani was, did really well striking, um, as expected. Jan did all right. Listen, Asani got a chin. Um, he didn't take that many big shots from Jan. I don't think. But, um, you know, let's say we're going to see the Glover Teixeira fight. Remember, Jan's 38 years old. Glover Teixeira is like 41, 42 years old. And we'll see some old dirty men fight um, probably later this summer. We'll see those guys fight. So, you know, nah, let's, let's, get, let's get pumped up, excited. Now, the, the next UFC fight, uh, main event, 260, you're going to have uh, um, Preston Nagano and C.F.P. Milchik. Listen, I'm not really excited for that fight. I'm probably not even going to get that pay-per-view. It's going to be later this month. Um, I'm probably not going to get that. Uh, but I will give you a review just like I always do. Okay, guys? Um, now, like I said, usually I get with the news first. But I want, but I did owe you the, two, uh, the 259, my take. 
Um, the 1400 stimulus package was approved. Apparently, there's going to be extra incentive. Um, if you have, uh, you're supposed to get like $300. If you have children from age like two to six or something like that, and from age from children age six to seven, maybe extra $300 a month. I don't know how um, how long that's going to last. We'll see. Um, if you did didn't file your taxes yet, you're still supposed to be able to get the 1400. We'll see. Um, that's that's what was said. What was reported. So um, be on the lookout for that. It's supposed to be direct deposit payments. Um, I know I got mine late. The um the six hundred um and I actually was giving up on it. I was like, whatever, I'll just do my taxes and file for whatever the heck. I actually did get it late. Um, so these payments are supposed to be going out this month. So you start seeing some extra money in your bank account. You will know why. Okay. Um, now I did comment on something earlier um about Derek Chauvin. The judge just reinstated. I just we just heard this news. Judge reinstated the third degree murder on Derek Chauvin charge. Listen, I commented on something. I said um. Uh, approximately man, man, Mark, um, you know, he understood what I was saying. I said, Chauvin ain't, I don't think he's, um, going to get found guilty of this. I really don't. Um, that's what I think personally. And I have two reasons why I know you're saying what, listen, there's, there's, there's two reasons why he won't get found guilty. One, I, I think he's going to get off, you know, you know, like a manslaughter. Now it's on the third degree murder. Um, I, I don't think he's going to get found for that. Um, you know, usually cops, you know, most, you know, usually get away with this type of stuff. Okay. Rodney King, right. All found not guilty. Um, Amado Diallo, when they shot him 41 times, remember they, they brought, you know, um, you know, this it was supposed to be in the Bronx, right. Cause that's where he was killed. They moved it to Albany, New York and he was, and then and those cops were found not guilty. Okay. Right. Right. Tip, you know, uh, Tim McDonald, you know, who, who, um, I'm sorry, I said not Tim McDonald, uh, uh, Quan McDonald, who was killed by the officer. Um, no, Tim, I can't think of his last name. Um, you know, he, you know, he only did six years. Right. And he was supposed to do the minimum 96 years. OK, um, so the minimum 96 years. Right. He was supposed to get six years per each bullet. That was fired into Quan McDonald. Right. So, you know, that's where I'm basing this off of. OK, there's a pattern of cops getting off for, you know, uh, for killing blacks. OK, there's just a pattern of it. And two. If he is found out guilty, remember, he and his girlfriend, whatever they, you know, they what, uh, they were like, what got caught for tax evasion for like three hundred thousand dollars. I'm pretty sure this there's going to be some type of deal made. Or there might not be type of deal made. There may be some backdoor deal going on. We might not hear about it. It might be about 10, 15 year, years later. It might be a documentary on this. Listen, Uncle Sam doesn't like it when you don't pay him. Uncle Sam hates that more than anything. So I think they're going to get him on the... They're going to get him. If he gets found get not guilty, believe me, he's going to get found guilty on that tax evasion charge. I promise you that. He's definitely going to get charged uh, guilty. Uh, on the tax evasion charges. So this dude isn't getting away with um, not going to jail for stuff. All right. They're going to get him from tax evasion. The minimum. If he doesn't get found guilty for what happened uh, uh, from killing George Floyd. Okay. Um, n- another thing um, that's been popping up recently, you know, the whole, uh, 
you know, Prince Harry being a moral controversy, you know, and, you know you got people split, um, you know, uh, about the racism that's going on in the in the in the, in the family and, and things of that nature. Listen, I can see everybody not being down, you know, for uh, you know for uh, Prince Harry. We all know Prince Harry's a wild child. This was in his nature, you know, what I'm saying to get with his sister. You, you, you know what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, it's it's a damn shame. It really is. Um, whether or not maybe maybe, um, maybe Megan and Prince Harry's overplaying. Let the you know Megan's father saying that the family's not. I don't know if he's got a deal going. I don't know. Um, my friend uh, Nicholas, she posted something like, you know, they you know the family spent thirty two million dollars on this wedding, thirty two million euros on this wedding. You know, things of that nature. Listen, I don't know. Is it shocking? No. Do I think this is real news? No. Look, we all got this fascination with the British family in America. Actually, all across the world, we've always had a fascination with the royal family and things of that nature. Listen, it's not shocking. To me, it's not even news. And actually, you know what, guys? Actually, I'm just going to say it right now. I almost feel ashamed for talking about it. I don't even need to talk about it, really. But as part of pop culture... I feel I had to say something about it. So that's my take on it. Um, Kobe Bryant sneakers, uh, the Chrono Sixers coming out Monday. Um, or let my boss know, listen, when 10 o'clock hits on my job, I'm going to be hiding in the back trying to get these sneakers quick. So um, I'm definitely going to try to get those sneakers. We'll see. Now, speaking of that, and you know where we're going. We got to talk about the Nike scandal that happened uh, John Donahue spoke out about say we're doing things with the uh, we're trying to limit bots and this and that nature. You know, Anne Hebert retired or someone was reselling sneakers, had access uh, to certain warehouses and, and things of that nature. Listen, I talked about in my last podcast about the optics, people. So listen, you know, the sneaker, the sneaker craze, it's not going away anytime soon, which I've talked about before. This is a bubble that is not going to pop we talked about bubbles before this bubble ain't gonna pop this is gonna keep on going and guess what the, the sneakers are like it's like a drug you're gonna you're gonna still buy you can complain about it people complained about not being able to get the jordan ones with the unc colors you're going to complain but guess what when then if the new sneaker hits and it's fired you're gonna try to get it and you have a short memory you have a short memory of the sneakers you bought recently you bought them, waiting for them to come in. Another pair comes out. Oh, I'm gonna try to get those. Look, I just bought a pair. I just got the uh, the bread twelves, and I'm trying to get the Kobe's. <laughs> I'm the example, <laughs> and I don't need the Kobe Proto Sixes, and I'm trying to get them on Monday, okay? And I don't need them. All right. So listen. You know, what Nike did is a smoke screen, and we're gonna talk about more smoke screens coming up as well. Um, listen, you're still gonna get the sneakers. You know, is it shocking? Is it a bad look? It's a bad look. Is Nike probably gonna take a stock hit? Uh, probably take a stock hit. I don't know. I, don't, I said, but um, you know, you gotta try to reaffirm to you know stockholders like, oh, we're, we're working hard, blah blah blah, this and that. Listen, all the stocks goes up. Well, listen, if you got stock in Nike. Right, you like the sneakerhead thing. 
You know what I'm saying? So you like the sneakerhead thing. You you know, like the Gen Z is all about the sneakers right now. And even the Gen X like me. I'm I still haven't outgrown it yet. One day I will. Maybe I maybe one day I won't. But you know what? This is what it is right now. All right. So hang with a meet. It really ain't no thing. Oh my god, you know, it's funny. I'm doing this show right now. I'm thinking about yo, man, well, things that I'm talking about really ain't no thing. It's a thing, but it, it really ain't a thing. Really ain't a thing, but whatevs. You're still going to complain. You're still going to try to get these sneakers. And you're still going to brag about when you get them. You're still going to brag about and you're still going to be upset when you don't get them. All right. Now, speaking of more CEOs, this uh, CEO, Bob Chapik, was just talking about Gina Carano. Said we don't have a left-leaning culture. Listen, stop lying. Don't tell us you don't have a left-leaning culture at Disney because that is not true. That is a lie. Okay. Kathleen Kennedy said the force is female. I just talked about the last podcast about how one of the major uh, vice presidents of the AMR theme park, she said something left-leaning as well. You know what I'm saying? Listen, you have a left-leaning culture at Disney. Hollywood is left-leaning, and it's okay. But don't say you don't have a left-leaning culture when you do. Now, listen, I've talked about Gina Carano at nauseum. I know. We're not, I'm not going to do another 15, 20 minutes talking about Gina Carano. Okay. No, she said it was wrong. It was a fireball offense. You could have fired her after the transgenders. You could have fired her after saying voting fraud. You know, it took her talking about the Holocaust to finally make you fire her. Okay? Now, the cancel culture that's going on right now, like I said, I already, you know, I pretty much already talked about that. I will say this, though. Listen, you could have, like I said, you could have canceled her before you didn't. And you would, and there would have been an argument of her, people saying that she was a victim of the cancel culture. This was not a victim of cancel culture when you compared being Republican to the Holocaust. That is a, not a right. That is not a cancel culture, right there, right. She's an idiot, right. I want everybody to get their money, but she got what she deserved. There's only so much you can get away with, and you can't. Do that. Speaking of that, we're gonna. It's all gonna correlate. Um, Miles Leonard recently on Twitch. Boy, everybody getting in trouble on Twitch. These celebrities, yo. You know, we had uh, Snoop Dogg cursing on Twitch, and I forgot he was so mad he lost. He let the, the thing on for like eight hours or some BS like that. Um, listen, Miles Leonard said, he, "I'm not gonna say the word." Um, I was online on on a Facebook group, and I uh, and the guy said, "I don't know what the problem is. Everybody's saying kite." No one's, I said, brother, no one said kite, you know, I, and I felt sick to my stomach repeating this word. Um, that's what he said. You, you, you know, he said, you know, I said the word that he said, um, just so this brother had the understanding of what it meant. And listen, you don't have to be of Jewish uh, descent um, or, you know, or Semitic descent to be offended, which I've said before you don't have to be as a as a human being now listen you know there's some things you know people joke about in their privacy right and i don't know who he was talking to if it's one of his best friends who was jewish and that's one of their jokes i i you know i got it i listen i've said black puerto rican ass you know things of that nature um you know i talked about what i said to um you know jason one time only thing you know um you know, um, you know, what about you is your, you know, is your skin tone. You know, I said, you know, I've said things of that nature. 
Um, and I even, like I said, I almost, and I say I even apologized to Jason for that because I, you know, because that, you know, because you know, like I said, you know, if you think about it, you know, you know, that's not fair to how he was, you know. That's not fair to him, you know what I'm saying? You know, I've you know I've met his dad, I've met his mom, fantastic people. You you, you know what I'm saying? And you know and you know, like I said, you know, it was a joke between him and I. He wasn't offended, but like I said, if I flipped in reverse, if someone said the only thing black about you is your skin, you know, you know what I'm saying? How would that make me feel? You know, so you have to think about the other side of the coin. That's why I say I am objective. Um, fortunately, Jason's you know was not offended, but he could have been. You know what I'm saying? And that's what and that's the problem is as a matter if you're offended or not, it's the fact that you could have been. It could have been viewed offensive. And then and then you have to acknowledge that and work on yourself to be better. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being offended. Okay? Just like, you know what I'm saying? And there's nothing wrong with acknowledging the fact you have to work yourself to be great. That's why I say at the end of the podcast, be great at everything. Be the best human being as possible. Go all out. It's not going to be easy, but it's yeah. But what is easy is not to try, because that's the easiest thing not to do, is not to try. Right. So Miles Lana just got five fifty thousand dollars suspended from activities for a week. Um, you, you know, someone said to say, oh, fifty thousand wasn't a lot. Remember, he's still on that rookie contract though. He ain't getting the bag. So, um. You know, so, you know, it means something to him. You know what I'm saying? Um, getting hit 50,000. I promise you that. It means something to him. You know, that's probably like a week's worth of game checks, uh, 50,000. So that means something. Um, but um, like I said, he was wrong. Uh, you know, he, put, he said something on Twitter, apology on Twitter, things of that nature. Listen, um, I hope he understands what he said. Julian Edelman uh reached out to him, um, you know, uh, Max Kellerman gave an eloquent speech on our uh, first take this morning, um, I wanted to hear what Max Kellerman had to say, because I know he's of Jewish descent, and um, Stephen A. Smith wanted to hear what Max Kellerman had to say, Max Kellerman said he wasn't offended, he just wants to know where he was coming from, you know, so, and you know, and that would be a great thing for him to say where he's coming from uh, with that, he said he didn't know that was offensive, it's hard to believe that he didn't know that was offensive, but maybe, you know, I will take his word for it. That's what he said. I have no proof. No one has proof. Only Myers knows what's in his heart, whether or not he thought that was uh, offensive or not. Um, so we'll just have to take it um, for what it is. And I hope he does take up Julian Edelman on that offer. I hope Julian Edelman sent him a DM. I know he wrote an open letter, but I hope he sent him a DM and, um, you know, and they figure something and they figure something out um, as well. All right. Boxing news. Oh, boxing. Oh, God. Listen, it seems like we're never going to get the Earl Spence Terrence Crawford fight. Now, Crawford's contract's almost up with top rank. He's flirted with going with PBC. I I hope he does so we can get this Earl Spence thing. If they if they never fight, oh, my. Listen, yo. I hope they fight. This is the point that they've never fought or they haven't fought already. Listen. I hope they fight. You know, Alvaro, Canelo Alvarez just beat down some scrub. We don't know who he is. Whatever. Um, you know, boxes in this flux. Look, these guys either need to start dropping weight or coming up. I don't know. These guys need to start fighting each other. 
And like I said, you know, we can mock the UFC for this and that, for these guys not getting paid a lot and this and that. And they say, at least they give us the fights we want. And we're not waiting two, three, five years past their prime for these fights. We get these fights where they're in their prime. Speaking of fights out of their prime, Tyson Holyfield 3. Listen, we know Holyfield needs the money, right? Mike Tyson needs the money. It's a money grab. But, you know, who's getting it? Am I? I'm the target, right? You know, if the from age 35 to 45 is the target, am I spending money on that? Do I have to spend money for that? For that? Is that it's like nostalgia clickbait. It's a lot of money for nostalgia, though. It's not like I'm paying 20 bucks to see, you know, Jurassic World, you know, and or Toy Story 3, you know, you know, it's like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. If I like it, I don't like it. Whatever. You know, it's just 20 bucks. I mean, you want me to spend 50 bucks. You know what I'm saying? And you got some other scrubs fighting on this undercard. You, you, you know, whatevs, whatevs. Yo, get, like I said, guys, get your money, yo. I, I'm rooting for them. They both need the money. Yo, get the bag, you know, whatevs. Kind of, I'm disappointed. Speaking of, uh, speaking of disappointment, Cuomo needs to go. Why he's still there? Why he hasn't resigned yet? That's a good question. Um, fourth woman just came out. More scandals about the uh, what happened with the nursing homes. How he's still in office? I don't know. He's you know I don't know what's going to take for him to leave. Maybe ten women need to come out. I don't know, but he needs to go, and it's a damn shame that he hasn't been man enough to been like you know what it's time to go. He's, uh, you really can't weather this storm. This is a this is a this is a rainstorm. This is a blizzard all rolled into one. This is a hurricane. This is, this is just a natural disaster that's happening with Cuomo, and he looks like a clown every day. He's looking more and more like a clown. So he needs to go. We got to talk about that. You know, I'm in upstate New York, but he, he needs to go. Speaking of leaving, AD Jeff Long and can't uh, out of Kansas. Along with Les Miles for his inappropriate hair towards bringing it back in uh, LSU. Now, listen, what did Jeff Long in yesterday? When he said, um, I asked Les Miles if he did anything that would offend the Kansas culture. And, you know, Les Miles said no. Listen, yo, it is, it is funny. Not funny in the sense of how he, about Jeff Long and... Um, in his vetting process, Les Miles, their friends go back to the you know the eighties and nineties. Um, Les Miles, you know, inappropriate behavior towards women. That's not funny at all. Um, well, I'm telling, I'm saying this is funny in the sense of Kansas is a basketball school, right? But where is the money? It's not in the basketball. Basketball, you know, is important in a sense of this. I remember when I was in college, I worked for Bonathon, right? We didn't have a football program, okay? So all we have is basketball, okay? Now, in when I was calling up donors, it always, they would always ask me, how's the basketball team doing? Blah, 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 this and that nature. Like, like I'm not trying to be offensive to, you know, my Bonnie nation, okay? 
But the donors, they never asked me how the lacrosse team was doing. All right. They didn't even ask me how the baseball team was doing. And the baseball team was pretty, you know, was, was, was pretty good at the time. You know, the softball team, you know, we had one of the top players in the country, you know, um, you know, at the time. Uh, Dotson was her name. You know, we had Kim Dotson. We had one of the top two. She led the nation in hitting. And no one, and no one was going to the softball games. Okay, I was going to the softball game. I was friends with like all those girls. Shout out to the uh, St. Bonaventure softball team. They, they always loved me over there. Listen, right? They always asked about the basketball team. Okay, where am I going with this? Right? Kansas is a foot is a is a basketball school. That's what they're known for. Okay, you think about Kentucky. You think about you don't think about the football program. You think about basketball, right? You know, Kentucky had one of the top cheerleading programs in the country at one point. You know, you know did you know the head, co- head coach of Kentucky is black? No, um, I don't know. If, I don't know if he's still there. But I'm just saying, like you know, you know, <laughs> what I'm saying, you know, Kentucky, and Kentucky prided themselves on being one of the top cheerleading programs because the Kentucky basketball team was so good, right? So usually one thing coincides with the other. Like I said, where the money is, right? The, the donors mostly donate because of the football program. Football is always a big budget. They have the bigger stadiums. Think about um, University of Michigan, Penn State. They have a 105,000-seat stadium, okay? You know, those stadiums probably make at least a million plus a year. And they only host about maybe six, seven events a year. And, they already make, and they're already making a million plus. I guarantee you that. I guarantee you're making a million dollars just off the stadiums alone. Now, they obviously, they lost some revenue because of uh, the coronavirus. Um, so obviously, you know, um, that was the case. Um, you know, Texas is opening up soon. You know, so I know people are trying to get involved with Texas. Uh, Rangers already talking about 100% capacity. But going back to AD, uh, Jeff Long, right? When he said he asked less miles, he'd be done anything to embarrass the school, right? You know, you're, you're going to get fired. You know, um, yeah, it's a damn shame. You know, Kansas has tried hard. They did try to with Charlie White. They tried to with Les Miles. Um, where the direction that they go? I mean, it's the football program. I mean, you know, do we really need to ask? They want to be good at football. Bad. Okay. They want to be good at football. Kansas does. Right. So, and it's crazy that a basketball program the AD's job is pretty much make sure that they're good at basketball, but they're, but like I said, the budget is so big for football. They're trying, they were really trying to make it good for football and AD's gone. I don't, you know, it's going to be interesting where they go for football. If that's still going to be the focus, I think you just need to focus on basketball and not focus on football. Cause look what's happened with the focus for football. You, you know what I'm saying? Looks what's happened. You know, it hasn't, you know, panned out focusing on football so we'll see where the where it goes and we talked about the optics we talked about the vetting process and hopefully the next whoever you know the president who's gonna hire the ad right you know they're gonna they got the rolodex of the usual suspects maybe they need to do with the washington football team and go outside the box for you know to pick the next athletic director um, maybe that's the solution, but we'll find out if that's, you know, if that solution that's going to work for Washington. There's already been some problems already. You know, Alex Smith's talking about, you know, how he felt, you know, dejected by the squad, uh, and things of that nature. And the Rumble Rivera is trying to double down on that. Um, you know, listen, you know, 
Alex, you know, they save him some money. Tyler Heineke is not the future. But we'll see. Maybe maybe he is the future. But I don't know. We'll see about the Washington football team. Um, real quick, you know, we got, you know, Eminem's been in the news, this Gen Z culture. I don't know. Listen, um, I don't, you know, if they're, are they looking at, you know, you know, they're looking at old Eminem albums and now they're trying to say we should get rid of Eminem. Now, listen, it's stop, 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 stop. Listen, I already told you guys, not woke, not a snowflake, not this and that, not all the way with it, right? Some things I am, some things I'm not. And listen, and this whole thing with, um, Eminem needs to go. Eminem, like I said, top three r- rappers of all time. I got Jay. Wayne M three, that's it. You can you can debate the rest. Don't tell me about Biggie. You can't. You only did two albums. It's not fair. It's not fair to Jay. It's not fair to Little Wayne. It's not fair. It's not fair to M. No, you know what I'm saying. What what, what happened? They were alive. They lived past 24 years old. That's the only thing we're faulting them on. Living past 24 years old. You know, Tupac was 25. Like, you know, you know what I'm saying. Um. Uh, don't even tell me about Drake. Yeah, I know Drake just did that three album, uh, you know, EP. Um, you know, props to Drake. I mean, I loved it. Thank you, Jason, for getting me on that. Appreciate you, brother. He, you know, he always lets me know about the new music first. So thank you, Jason, um, for that. Um, but um, you know, Em's a fantastic lyricist. Whether or not you agree with the things he says, that's fine. You know, he has used the F word, you know, you know, derogatory is, you know, word for uh, homosexuals. You know, uh, he has used that before. You, you know, I understand why. You're tr- Listen, I'm not saying, you know, it was right from the time that it was. Uh, but at, at the same time, though, we can't discount everything else because of certain words that he used. You can't discount everything else and be like, he needs to go because of that only thing right now you know he's on gina carano's case gina carano said a bunch of stuff that would have gotten anybody else fired after the first statement okay after the first statement wouldn't fire like i said carl brothers would have been fired say anything about transgender she would have gone reserve also would have been gone If John Boyega said anything about transgenders, he would have been gone. Would have been gone. He would have written them out. Out of the force, if he said anything after the Force Awakens, he would have been written out. Don't try to tell me otherwise. You know it. Yeah. He didn't say anything about homosexuals, but he said he didn't want his character to go gay because he didn't think that was a proper. Uh, wait for his character to go. And I didn't think so either because he tried to make it so he had this crush on Ray. And he's supposed to be this biggest Ray fanboy. So it, it really didn't make sense for, you know, for him to go, you know, gay, you know, as what they wanted him to do with Poe. You know, that's what they wanted them to be in a relationship. No, it, was, it didn't make any sense. You know, it made as much sense as, um, you know, Black Widow and Hulk being a thing. That made no sense. But anyway, whatever, you know what I mean? I still got Infinity Wars, the best movie of all time. Um, but like I said, we did a lot of talking today. Dak finally got paid. You know, I did want to talk about Dak getting the bag. Um, I mean, you know, I'm not a Cowboys fan, obviously. But um, listen, y'all. I mean, I'm always about getting your money, baby. So Dak got his money. I'm happy. He said he didn't care about the money, which is a lie. I don't know why Dak said that. If it was about the money, he would have just played on the uh, the franchise tag. Said, F it, y'all. Franchise tag me. And I'll just go somewhere else to get the bag. You know? But, what else? Right. 
Got a little money? Happy for him. Do your thing, baby. But I do got some motivation for y'all. And it, you know, and it, like I said, it's not going to co- necessarily coincide. You know, my motivation usually don't coincide. In the last couple of episodes, the, the motivation's been coinciding with the things I've been talking about uh, um, for the episode. But I just heard this. I just uh, read this great quote by uh, uh, by Carl Jung. It's, it, he said, "The world will ask you who you are, and if you don't know, the world will tell you." And I, I, I think that's great. Um, create your own identity. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't, you know, like I said, the world will decide for you and, you know, be a person of your actions and be, be ready to stand by what you say and what you do. You know, I'm not saying I'm the greatest individual on earth. I've said a lot of controversial stuff. Um, I said Black Lives Matter is nothing but a t-shirt company. Um, you know, I re listened to one of my podcasts uh you know a couple of days ago and I was like, you know, I was thinking about, you know, I said some wild things about um, you know, about the UFC and um, you know, the, you know, these guys got hard names and this and that nature, which I think is true. Um, you know, and I think it's their responsibility, the Yans and the Israel Sanyas and the Carl and the Kamara Usmans to, you know, um, make a name for themselves the way Conor McGregor has. I do think they are responsible for that. They try to be uh, the biggest a big star as possible. Um, you, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know what I mean? You know, hopefully nobody was offended by saying that. Um, at, you know, um, at the at the same time though, you know, we don't have the Chuck Liddells or the easier or the Tito Ortizes. Uh, you know, we don't though we don't have you know those type. You know, uh, you know, you know, those fighters with the charisma like that in the UFC, like we did before. Um, you know, but I like, but you know, the way the evolution of the fight came now, you know, I think it's fantastic. But like I said, you know, guys, it's on us. And like I said, we're trying to look up. We don't can't look up. We need to look at ourselves. So, like I always say, guys, this is Rock Twenty Five. Chill with the craziness. And remember, be great at everything.